Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we're Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success strategists, supporting you with the systems, strategies, and mindset shifts that will help you achieve success on your own terms. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. We are going to talk today about something that kind of lights me up. If you've been listening, you'll know that my my passion is marketing these days. And Lisa and I had a really interesting discussion earlier this week when we were on a, a, a call with each other. Um, we both follow and receive emails from a very specific uh, business person. Um, and they sent an email with the directed to a landing page and the landing page made us both decide we didn't want to follow this person anymore. So, which is super extreme. It's very unusual because Lisa and I have very different ideas around, um, you know, like not, no, not very different ideas, but we have different levels of tolerance (laughs) around some pieces of marketing. Yeah. Well, mostly to do with length. I can't stand a long sales page and Jen loves a long sales page. I I, I can't stand it. But so, but you know what? There's a happy medium that's probably right for a lot of things, but that's another story. That's that's like a whole, like we're, yeah, we're, that's, that is not what we're talking about today. This was the tone. We're talking about tone. Yes. So So, what was the tone? It was the tone of this landing page that we both went, oh no, we're out. We yeah. are out. <laughs> so copy is very important. And at the same time, you know what? You you do need to be uh, specific for your audience. So clearly they were, you know, they weren't writing the copy for, for us. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> exactly who it was for, but well, I mean, was, we've been following was, this this person for quite some time, and it was, you know, you're always learning something. There's always value added, and and this this sales launch, there was no value added, and it was uh, very confrontational. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, the idea of confrontational versus empathetic marketing. So um, the basics here are the confrontational marketing is you've got it wrong. You've wasted time. It's very judgy on what you've done. Whereas you can shift any sort of pain point over into something empathetic. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, you can, you can understand where they're coming from as opposed to saying, I know you did this and it was wrong. You can say, I know you've tried this. And here's what might've gone wrong. You know, it's, it's such a different feel. Anyway, let's get into some, some good examples. It doesn't matter what this other person's doing or who they are. It doesn't matter. It was just what kind of feeling do you want to convey to your ideal client and make sure that you're doing that. And here's some ways that you can do it. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that I want to say, just because I know our listeners, I am, are they desire to be empathetic. I know you, dear listener, desire to be empathetic. You desire to to run your business with integrity, with authenticity, all of those good things. So this is really about how, I mean, 
not very specifically like how, like the right, exactly the right words to say, because it's going to change from business to business, but it's about the approach that you take in terms of your marketing, because there are some marketing principles that are absolutely static, right? They are not going to change. They are rooted in human psychology. The results have been duplicated time and time again. And the big one that really the one that I want to address today with this episode is about pain points, which you've already brought up, Lisa. So I just want to dive in here for a second and just make it really clear. We're not saying, okay, ladies, play nice. Always be nice because you're girls. Let's be nice. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, think about how you're making other people feel. And is that the tone that you want to be conveying? So are it's okay to make people feel a little bit you know, uncomfortable because you're, you're, you're hoping to shift them through to expand their comfort zone. Yes. So we're not saying be nice and say nice things. It's really be intentional about your tone. So empathy is not just smiling and being nice. Empathy is understanding how, where someone's coming from and how someone's feeling. So I want to be super clear that we're talking about that, not just smile and be nice. Cause that's not who <laughs> we are, not those girls, but <laughs> um, how do you want your ideal client to feel when they read and connect with your copy? Yeah. So okay. here's going. <laughs> I, no, perfect. And that's actually, I mean, that you, you've, you've sort of said it. I just want to say in terms of like a feeling, right? Cause a copy is all about emotion and connection. Good copy is, is good, but great copy really focuses on, on that connection and that emotion. And when we talk about confrontational versus empathetic marketing, what we're really talking about is whether you want your reader, your, your prospect, whoever it is that's reading your online sales letters, your sales page, your landing page, whatever it is, whether the, whether you want them investing either time or money into your, into your offer, because they're afraid if they don't, they're going to miss out or, or, or something really horrible is going to happen. Right. Or do you want them investing that time and money into your offer because they see potential and growth there? That's really what it comes down to. And we fall very firmly on the side of, we want people walking away, you know, from any of our, any of our copy feeling empowered that they've made a good decision, that, that they're really going to derive benefits from what we're offering. And this is what, like what I do when I write copy for businesses is really focusing on that empathy piece, that I understand where you are and here's where I'm going to get you. Not you've Mm -hmm. tried this. Here's why it didn't work. And here's why this will like, there's a very different tone. Yeah. Those two things. He told you to do this and you tried it and it didn't work. Now that's possibly true, but how can you say, I understand that you've probably been told to try these things And it's possible that it's not going as quickly as you thought, 
So here's something we can add into that to add up to that. Other is very much like, oh, you know, you're a sucker and you bought into that and you've wasted your time. Mm -hmm. And the feeling around that is like, oh, it's gross. As opposed to, as opposed to being empathetic. Like I get that you've tried that. I've tried it too. And and here's what I find helps when I can't get from, from there to where I want to be as fast as I thought, or, you know, um, I know I get it. I get that you've tried that. And lots of people are saying to try this and, and you've probably tried it. So you're, you're connecting by saying, I know where you're at, but there's two different ways you can do that. You can say, Oh yeah, you listened to them and they told you this and it's not working. Is it? Or you can shift it and say, I get where you're at. And I've tried that as well. And here's what I find is it, you know, because we all know that every single system doesn't work for every person because everyone's business, excuse me, has a slightly different um, energy to it. So sometimes, you know, things can go fast for one person in a business but you don't know that they've already tried three businesses that failed. And now this is their fourth business and they're really, they've got this background knowledge. And so they tried this one thing and it made it go faster. And you're looking at it saying, how come mine's not going like that? Like there's so many ways you can shift this shared experience, this connection. You can really, really connect in with someone and say, I know what you've read and I know what, you know, other coaches have told you, and I really, I I know what you're trying to do. And every day I get that you're doing this and you're wondering what's gone wrong. How, how much better does that feel then? (sighs) Yeah. Well, you tried that and it's not working, is it? So, you you know, there's, there's, it's such a different feeling and you can make that copy. You can have the same concept, but make that copy feel like you understand and now you can bring them from where they are to helping them instead of like, ha ha, throw that away. You know, it's it just like, oh, do I want this person to help me when they think that I've made bad choices in the past? Because then you set them up in this, this thing of questioning their ability to make choices and you don't want them in that space. You don't want them to question whether or not they can make a good intuitive choice as to whether or not they should sign up for a course because you're saying, oh, you made that mistake. Now they're thinking, well, is this a mistake too? Maybe I was wrong about that. So I'm wrong about this. You've got them in this real, you're not telling them I can help you instead of them. You're saying that they can't make good choices. And so they're not going to know if they should sign up for what you're offering or is the product that you're offering going going to help them when this other choice they made was so terrible? You, mm-hmm. you know, there's something to be said for, I understand that this didn't get you there. This can help with that. And you can't make choices. Um, yeah. You don't so, want people thinking they can't make choices. You want them to know that they can make good choices and that you're offer is going to help them from where they are because otherwise you know taking them back to where they were from before and then telling their subconscious that they can't make good choices that's not where you want your client to be coming from 
you can address that pain point without, and that, you know, sense of, you know, they might feel like they're failing, but you don't have to tell them they are. You can say like, keep, this is going to bring you through that. I don't know. It just, um, yeah, what were you well, going to I mean, say? it really, it, it depends on the offer. There's so many things. And yeah. that's oh, why yeah. I, I can't say, like, I can't give you the words to say. It really just yeah. depends on the offer. Temp, it depends on the market. But I always think of it as, you know, do you want to poke the bear? Right? Is this poke the bear kind of marketing? Right? Because yeah. it, it, you're, you're scaring people into purchasing. Well, you're, or you're scaring them away. Well, yes. You you want people to understand that you that you uh, can connect with their pain point without putting them down or destroying them for it. Yes, you know yeah. you want to be able to be lifting them up. You can lift them up without pushing them further down. Yeah, you know because then you're only lifting them. Maybe you lift them back up to almost where they were. Don't don't shove them and then. Lift them, like take them from where they are and, and make them better. They can, you know, it's. Yeah. So I want to make a, a like a, like a, a statement here about pain points. So pain points really comes back to, there's a, there's, there's this, uh, well, it's called levels of, there's both market sophistication and um, market awareness. And this is really is about like that, this market awareness of your audience and whether they are problem aware, which is like they're, they're aware of this pain, whether they're completely unaware, they didn't even realize that this is a problem, whether they're solution aware, whether, and there's, there's four or five different levels, depending on which expert you go to, which copy expert you go to and look at and marketing and all that good stuff. But it's really about bridging good copy bridges people from so from problem aware to solution aware. And when you're poking the bear, you know, your people people are just so focused on that pain, they may not even necessarily absorb the solution side of things. Right? But when you deliver that copy with real Empathy, right? Because as if you're listening to this, you are an entrepreneur with empathy and integrity. When you deliver that copy, when you deliver any kind of content with empathy, your audience says they get me. Right? This this person, this company, this brand gets me. They understand where I'm at, either because you know they've they've been through it, and that's a technique, a storytelling technique that we can use as well with your copy, but you know, they understand they've been through it. They understand this transformation. They know, they know what it takes to get me from where I am sitting in this. And I'm going to use the word like pain. I've got quotations around it because pain is not necessarily like deep physical or emotional pain. Sometimes it's just a frustration, right? It's a problem that needs to be solved. It's a desire that needs to be fulfilled. Those are pain points. So we often think of pain points of like yeah, it's not necessarily like crushing pain. <laughs> no, yeah. It just be uh, like that's, yeah. It, yeah. It's sometimes there. It's just surface level, right? Like electric can openers are not serving 
like up a massive solution to great emotional pain. They just make your job a little bit easier in the kitchen versus a handheld can opener. Right. But you still, people still have to market can openers. <laughs> so, I mean, this is just, just a totally random example, but it, it, it just goes to show that like pain points are not necessarily deep physical or emotional pain or mental pain either. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it can just be like a minor annoyance it can be a frustration. It can be any of those things. But doing it with empathy and understanding is going to drive sales up, right? It's going to boost your conversion rate. Yeah. Well, people people are willing to listen to the rest of your offer and be open to it when they feel you understand, not when they feel you're judging them. <laughs> yeah. Right? And if if that is the type of person that responds so that might be a difficult client to work with too. someone who like got a few yeah. issues. If you're going to be responding to, to judgment and, and, and nasty comments. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I guess my biggest takeaway today for people would be like, go and look at the copy that you have out there and, and really get honest with yourself and ask, am I being empathetic in this copy? Right. You know, is, you know, especially if you're beginning and you're just learning how to copyright and, and, um, use marketing as a, you know, a sales strategy, then it's easy to kind of get caught down this rabbit hole of, you know, agitate pain, agitate pain, agitate pain, agitate pain. Every expert says that there's a reason they say it because it works, but there's a way to do that in a way that is not poking the bear. Well, and I would just encourage you to really like uh, one of the reasons, for example, that we were fault that we get newsletters from a lot of people is because not so much that we're interested in their offers, we're interested in their copy. Mm-hmm. We'll re- we read business copy in a different from a, a perspective of like, oh, well, how did that make me feel? What did I like about that? How could we, you know, incorporate that? Oh, I love how they you know, brought us on this journey. And then at the end, there was this amazing solution, right? So, so read, like, it's, it's worth signing up for newsletters just to see how people, you know, take you on a journey. And the ones that don't feel right, say, okay, what was it about this that I did not love? And what was it about maybe this one over here that felt great? It's not necessarily, I mean, it might be the person, they might have a great copy, but it could just be, it could be the offer is very much for you. Or it just could be that they understand how to be empathetic with the journey and almost start reading things from a, you know, you're, you're learning, not just, oh, is this offer for me? Oh, I don't like that offer. No, I don't like the offer. Read the copy and really see how it makes you feel. Um, Whether or not you sign up for something or not, it doesn't just, yeah. Are they, are you their ideal audience? <laughs> yeah. If it makes well, you and, feel great, then, and, and sort of say, okay, well, what was it about that? Um, I mean, obviously don't plagiarize things, but, but it's the feeling for inspiration, for the it's, energy, the energy. And that, it, that is a technique. Like I actually, I have an inspiration file that I go to when I'm pulling out copy for clients and, you know, like I need to create some piece of their sales funnel and to, like, just to be like, to be inspired, like, okay, well, what, 
like what kind of hook did they use here? Like what kind of, I mean, there's, there's a lot of formulas in, in copywriting. I want to disillusion anybody of the belief that copywriting is somebody sitting down at their laptop and coming up with incredible words strung together, all like out of their, out of the head. No people, we work from a very system, like we have a very systematic approach to, to writing good copy. And, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's not just sitting down. It really is. It's like looking at inspiration and all of that kind of stuff. And it's, but again, it's just doing it. You need to write your content and your copy, copy specifically, because that's, what's going to drive sales with empathy. And if you do have someone, if you've hired someone to write copy to save you time, awesome, awesome. Such a great idea. Um, but make sure like that you review things and be very yeah. clear with them how you want, what feeling you want to be conveying. And, yeah, and they you know, specifically let them know you want to do uh, empathetic marketing and they should know how you know, what that means. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really important that you have a good conversation with any copywriter that you hire about the, about tone, brand voice, um, language. So if you've got brand guidelines, make sure that you're sharing that with your copywriter so that they can make and create content that is consistent with your brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And hopefully your branding is em empathetic. <laughs> yes. I, and I, I strongly suspect anybody listening to this podcast has, I a, think, has a brand. I think inclusive and empathetic is definitely things that our audience is it's important to them. So, yeah. all right. So hopefully you got some value out of today and it's given you something to think about and you can have a look at what you're creating and, and, and think about that. Um, yeah. And see what other people are creating. But again, yes. don't get to, don't let that become a distraction. It's just a a research tool. There you go. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining the conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. As always, wishing you abundance and success.